0: Hello, all you beautiful people. This is Optimistically Depressed, and I am your host, Ruth McMullen. Thank you so much for tuning in. I, I've i been getting a bit more feedback from all of you, and it means so much to me. I think that um, this community is just amazing. All of you are just incredible. I appreciate you so much. I've said this a lot, but it's just, it's very true, and I want to make sure that it's something that you know, so thank you. Um, things have been, uh, I think things are starting to kind of make a turn for the better, or at least I, at least I'm feeling more hopeful today and that's nice. Um, I did kind of reach a point this week where I had to really, um, be honest with myself and actually acknowledge that I'm really not okay, which I thought I was doing a pretty good job at, but I was not allowing myself to cry when I needed to cry. And that's been, uh, it kind of resulted in me being like numb. And so then I just couldn't cry even if I wanted to. And then when the numbness would like occasionally go away and I'd feel everything, I would be like out in public and just it wouldn't I wasn't feeling too comfortable with the idea of breaking down and crying in public. So I would kind of hold it in and then that of course would add to the problem and result in me feeling more numb. And uh I had a pretty good talk though actually with my sister um the other night and she was like are you okay? And then I would kind of was all of a sudden like oh my goodness no, I don't think I am okay, and so um, I've been. So I've been kind of trying to address it more. It's so confusing when you are working through grief because it, um, like, I, I, I thought that I was doing better than I was, but the other thing is that you don't like you don't. There is no right way really to grieve. I think there are wrong ways to grieve, and um, but I think that there are just like everybody has a different process and you, and um, as it was pointed out to me by one of my friends, the process for even for the same person, but for different occurrences uh, like different deaths or events like traum- traumatic events um, they would also grieve or process differently. So for each event and so I've been trying to think like, well, now I kind of have a formula because I've had a few things happen over the, the past three years that have been kind of traumatic and slash or very sad. And um, yeah, so this time around, I was like, well, I kind of know the process more, so I'm going to do better at this. And I'm just kind of learning that it's not really about doing better at this, it's just paying attention and respecting the fact that you just do need to feel not okay for a while and you need to allow yourself to not feel okay. And uh, another thing that I really realized was that when I'm in a place where I'm so tired of feeling really sad and really not okay for so long, it leads to me making poor decisions because I want that like that temporary relief and it's just like a short-term effect of feeling okay like for a small example just playing a game on my phone late into the night I like to get up really early and I haven't been lately because I've been playing my phone like on my phone late like till like 11 which is quite late for me And, um, and then when I do kind of get up early, sometimes like it just results in me being really tired. My routine's thrown off. I'm doing that to myself because I just want that temporary relief of, um, or distraction. And I'm not allowing myself to really move through the process as much as I need to. It's just really difficult because it's so tiring and you do just feel like, like, oh my goodness, I'm just sad all the time. Like I'm just not okay all the time. And that's so sickening and frustrating. And yeah, I'm definitely like also getting into a bit of a anger stage, I would say, just because small things are really triggering me and I'm finding certain things just be really annoying. Like an, an an article that I read today that I thought was just so poorly framed and pointless. And I was kind of like, why did I waste my time reading this article that was so, um, that was just something that was tearing someone down. And it was like, that's so, anyway, I found myself getting really mad about it when normally I would, first of all, probably not even bother reading the article. And second of all, just being like, oh, well that was kind of foolish. And then just leaving it. And that's that. So anyway, I'm finding more reasons to get angry, and I guess that's kind of, like, I know that's a part of the process, but um, it's strange trying to navigate it because I'm also aware that, you know, these this emotional response that I'm having to situations that I wouldn't normally have such a strong emotional response to is all part of the, the grief, and it's kind of... It's just strange to be like, okay, yes, you're feeling that way, and yes, let's acknowledge those feelings, but also let's understand that this particular situation does not actually warrant a huge reaction out of me, and um, and sometimes it's like certain people or, you know, just with like my kids, I'll get frustrated about, um, you know, when they're not listening to me, which is frustrating anyway, but... I'll get like especially frustrated and it's kind of like I have to just be like okay yes but you need to understand like I'm talking to myself being like Ruth you need to understand that the kids aren't doing anything to intentionally make me upset they're being kids and they do still require that patience and that love and so it's just it's just more tiring everything is more tiring it takes more brain power it takes longer to accomplish most things. And it's just, I'm just, I'm tired. I'm very tired. Um, but I'm starting into some better routines again, and that feels good. And, um, and I'm looking forward to like, I'm, th- I'm thinking more long-term again, thinking about how certain actions that I take today are going to affect tomorrow and next week and next month. And that feels good. So um, I had the pleasure of having Michael back on the show. Uh, You might remember him from Accepted Media. He's funny. He makes me laugh. And uh, we talked, again, about (laughs) just different little... He goes on a few rants, which, honestly, I appreciated so much. I thought they were so funny. And we brought up the feelings wheel, and I actually think that it's a really good idea it's a wheel that identifies a lot like some core feelings and feelings that can sprout from each of those feelings and then the feelings that can sprout from each of those feelings it's just to help you better pinpoint how you're feeling which it's funny because you think like oh well feelings like that's pretty basic but it's really not (laughs) and sometimes like trying to interpret your own feelings especially when you're in a place like like where I am like um, sometimes it's more difficult. It's just more difficult to pinpoint those things. So we kind of make a couple jokes about it and came up with a hashtag feeling wheel, but honestly, I do actually think it's a pretty good idea and I'm going to get one. Um, yeah, but yeah, Michael, I think that he's, uh, I, I really like him. I think that he's funny and I think that he's genuine, um, And I always enjoy the conversations that we have. So I hope that you enjoy this conversation as well. And please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Optimistically Depressed. It helps me a lot. Like, it helps me a lot. So, um, and if you're enjoying the podcast and you would like to find a way to help, please start by doing one or all three of those things. I would really appreciate it and uh, and that's it for now. So I will now welcome all of you back to Michael.
1: Pressures on, yeah. so i had uh, I had some people reach out to me from the last one. Uh, saying that, I guess, the things I had to say helped them. So I'm back here to say some more things.
0: I love it. Thank you. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your week to come out here and hang out and talk a little bit.
1: I appreciate you having me back.
0: It's my pleasure.
1: Um, and you guys bef- didn't meet Picard? I, I did get to meet Picard and uh, I'm probably gonna post a picture of Picard as soon as we're off here because <laughs> Picard is Picard's pretty cool.
0: Thank you. I think so too
1: <laughs> Does uh, have they been introduced to Picard the your listeners have do they know who Picard is or are we just speaking I'm of just this speaking mythical of, beast? Of
0: this mythical beast? I think I spoke about him two episodes ago perhaps. Picard is my dog. He's my new puppy. He's a Shih Tzu Chihuahua.
1: And he doesn't look like a Chihuahua. Nope. He looks a lot like a cat Shih Tzu. (laughs) (laughs) Like if you could have a kitty cat and a Shih Tzu together, that that didn't look super weird because it wouldn't be a thing. It'd be an abomination. (laughs) Right. It would look like Picard. You would call it a Picard.
0: yeah. And and just so you know, yes it's named he is named Picard after my favorite fictional character, Captain Jean-Luc Picard of Star Trek: The Next Generation. So, say something. Bye. <laughs> Live long and prosper. I know that's from I know that's from the original series, but they do say it in The Next Generation when they meet Spock. So it's relevant.
1: So Spock off. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm funny. Uh, okay,
0: so what do you want to talk about? Queso. Queso. so so anyway. Queso. Queso.
1: Like the cheese. Every time someone says queso, I always think of like nacho cheese. Okay, like queso.
0: I don't actually know that cheese. Like oh,
1: queso. It's like s- Spanish for cheese.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. Or whatever.
1: I'm probably but, wrong. But what if you probably wrong? Anyways, <laughs> ramble, ramble, ramble. <laughs> um, before we jump into the optimistically depressed thing, I want to ask you how you are, Ruth. How are oh. you doing this time around?
0: This time around? Uh, thanks for asking. I am. Hmm. Well, let's see here. I'm gonna honest. I'm going to answer you as honestly as I am able to. Please do. Okay. So, um, as some listeners might know out there, I've I've kind of mentioned this a few times now. I had uh, a family tragedy happen, and it was at the. Um, wow, time has really flown. It was at like mid May, and. I'm still recovering from that. So I have days where I feel Mm. like, okay, or I feel nothing.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. And then I have days where I feel everything and I, uh, nothing in between. Yeah. And then like, so two days ago for me, I was not okay. Yeah. And today I'm, I'm okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I think I'm just going through the process of.
1: Now, is this like, pardon me for prying. Is this like your first time dealing with like a tragic loss in the family or um, is this something you've had experience with before?
0: Something I've had experience with before.
1: Yeah. I mean, it never, not that it gets easier or anything like that, but um, I find uh, I've lost so many people and I find each one, it's, you know, it. It's different and hard in its own way and it's just, you know, something that's so scary but so inevitable. Yeah. But um, I find the ways that we heal and approach death is, is all so taboo now also because everyone thinks that they can... Action things to make their lives longer, or whatever, and you're you're on no one's time. Like you're you're just here. Yeah. And uh, you know, I I like to, as as <laughs> as strange as it may sound, I like to to take an opportunity when when someone passes away so tragically to, you know, try to learn something from it or to grow just because. You know, that person had dreams and goals and aspirations and stuff they want to do. And, you know, tragedy happens and doesn't matter if you're 12, 62 or nine, like it's all going to happen. And you never know what is going to happen to you the next day. Kind of got to keep going.
0: Yeah, you know, it's interesting that you say you got to keep going, because it's true. It's strange, because when something like this happens, you kind of want the world to stop.
1: Yeah, but, but that's doesn't. the worst. Yeah. Because then when you get it to stop, it's, you know, then you're, you know, you're confronted with it, and that's probably for the best, but at the same time, that's, we all try to avoid it, because we're all so scared of it, I think.
0: It's very scary. Yeah. 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 So thank you.
1: Hey, um, just just here being me. I uh, I find that I th- I think about death so often that it. Uh, I don't know. I find the uh, other people's perspective on on death and tragedy so um, intriguing. I guess how mm-hmm. how we all deal and cope and. Uh, accept loss I guess Mm. whether it, you know it doesn't even have to be death like yeah a lot of times tragedies are deaths but it doesn't have to always be death that's you know that loss that you have to deal with and hold on to
0: yeah yeah it's it is interesting how there are several several things that happen in life that you still mourn even though it's not necessarily a death like
1: oh absolutely
0: there are so many situations in which you are still required to mourn which i find very interesting yeah and but yes the process that everybody's everybody processes differently and i and i i'm starting to learn to accept my process
1: Oh, absolutely. That's I find that's a big part of the whole struggle we all have with ourselves is accepting that, you know, we're allowed to be okay or not okay. Yeah. And some things may affect, say, you know, your sibling more, you know, you lose someone in the family and it affects one person more than the other. And
2: yeah,
1: that's, you know, who's to say it doesn't hit you a year down the road or whatever. And that's, you know... You also you know maybe there's a pressure to feel like you you have to m- feel more or mm. you know
0: yeah you can kind of feel like there's
1: almost a pressure to, to feel a certain way in those situations as well, yeah, even if that's not what you're subscribing to or whatever <laughs> I hate sometimes I you ever say something and you hear yourself say it and it makes you hate yeah. yourself? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. <laughs> I mean this is a podcast with depression involved, so we'll just <laughs> we'll just go ahead and say it out loud. Sometimes I say shit and I actually hate myself for it. That was one of them. That
0: was one of the things. Okay. Things
1: you subscribe to. Who the hell am I? Oh, <laughs> <Ugh. laughs> I apologize to all of you listening.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: Ugh. Anyways, also with that being said, oh, it's okay to hate yourself. Every now and
2: then. Because
1: someone, someone out there, yeah, every now and then, it's not okay to, <laughs> yeah, fuck it, whatever. It's not okay to hate yourself all the time. Uh, make sure you're taking care of yourself and whatnot, but it is okay to not be okay yeah and to all you people out there that aren't okay it uh doesn't always get better also so uh those things that you need to do to get help and cope, go mm. do those instead of wallowing
0: oh, I love that
1: mm. I yeah mean, it's, you know it's not gonna not gonna fix itself. the darkness only you know gets darker. Yeah, well, whatever, lighter, darker, it's, uh, it's on you. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's n- The help's not coming. Right?
0: Wow, it got real just so
1: quick. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Yeah, shit, sorry, guys. No, don't Real. Real quick turn. Um, I just, like, the the thing I wanted to come on here and talk about really was... Um, my thoughts lately and you know we were supposed to get together a little while ago and and with everything happening in your life it just you know the time wasn't right and whatnot and um what I what I wanted to come on here and talk about last time was uh suicide Mm. and you know we just went through mental health awareness month and you know I think all that's fine and dandy and then <clears throat> here we are in June and uh, everyone's moved off that bandwagon. So, you know, it's, I find that uh, the the t- those talks need to continue. And uh, I went through a, a period last week or even I'd say my, my sense of time lately has been really bad also just due to mental health funk that I've been in and out of, but um I went through a really dark phase the last little while and lots of suicidal thoughts and feeling low, feeling extra low. And uh, no matter, you know, I've, I've done things that, I've, that are, you know, on my list, my list of goals, things I want to do. Mm. And, you know, just because you're ticking off those boxes and doing the things you want to do, doesn't mean that you're gonna find your your happiness at the end of it. You gotta serve those things deep down inside and mm. uh, get the help that you need because it doesn't go away; just gets worse. And uh, there's help out there if you need it, instead of just keeping it to yourself. And it's something that we need to be okay talking about because it's definitely a thing. It's a problem. It's a sickness. It's not, uh, it's not people for attention. Mm. Uh, I get more than enough attention, <laughs>
2: uh,
1: too much attention sometimes. And I feel like that's a lot of it. Like, uh, you know, I've, I've definitely chosen to kind of do it to myself in a way, but you know, I, I chose to be without a job and, uh, Kind of chase down my dreams of being the photographer and making videos and doing all that stuff, but it comes at a cost. Uh, I've only, you know, work comes and goes. Uh, mm-hmm. When your your work is subjective to people's thoughts, and you know they're paying for it or whether they're not paying for it, and they can still say whatever they want about it whether that came from your heart or your soul or wherever, it doesn't matter, mm. right? They can tear your work apart and you got to just continue on as, as an artist and yeah. just be okay with it. And, uh, uh, you know, a lot of that is things that didn't, you know, those aren't the things that you think about when you want to put yourself out there to be judged. And, uh, I mean, I've definitely probably put myself in a position to do that where you know I put so much of my work out to to be judged and then uh, I've got all these these uh, <laughs> these things in my head that tell me that uh, that's not what I should be doing but uh, again it's it's okay to have those things also whether uh, whether you feel like you're chasing your dream and you're out there doing nothing if, if it's what you want to be doing. If <laughs> be if it's what you want to be doing, you find a way to get out there and do it. Mr. Noodles suck. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, you got to do the things and make the sacrifices, and it, it's always darkest before the light. I think I said that last time. I'm just going to say it again because it's, it's so true. Mm. Um, get out there and and... Do the things you want to do while you're not okay. It, uh, I promise it'll help. Huh. That brings me back around to a question I had earlier before I started rambling. Yeah, yeah. How do you cope with, um, with loss? What have, what have you been doing to, to ease your mind? Mm. And uh, I want to stop talking for a minute. Okay. (laughs) Um, make you sweat for a minute
0: make me sweat for a minute that's fine yeah I'm still figuring it out so I have a few people that I talk to and I honestly in the past have not been good at dealing with loss I resist it and then I like resist the feelings that I have. And I'm just kind of like, I should not be feeling this way. And yeah. I'm I should be stronger. I or... should be stronger. And like, it shouldn't be affecting me this much.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so this time it's been more of an, I've been trying to just accept the way that I do feel. And yeah. Just be like, this is the way that I feel. Like this is just the way, this is how it is. And so yeah,
1: you're having the feelings for a reason. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then like I try to, um, I'm trying to take the opportunities to sit and just like allow the feeling to be there.
1: Oh yeah, let it let it be. Just let it yeah. be.
0: Yeah. And that's actually been incredibly helpful. When I on Sunday I. Um, went to church and I like a help out in the Sunday school yeah. and I was um I was like I'm okay I'm okay this is good you yeah. know like I'm here for the kids and I'm gonna be really enthusiastic and like really happy and I wasn't okay that day like mm-hmm. I wasn't okay yeah and so I was pushing all of it down for like from about 8 mm-hmm. 30 until about 11 30 I was, or like noon. I was just like I was just pretending. I'm okay. I was pretending, yeah. and I wasn't allowing myself to feel the way that I was feeling. And that afternoon, <laughs> it exploded. It went yeah. bad. It went wrong.
1: I'm sorry to sorry to laugh, but I, no, uh, it's
0: it is it's funny. It's I I know it's just, it all
1: too well. I uh, yeah. I do the same thing. <laughs> Mine normally ends in. Uh, not only ends, but it, like, starts with some rage or self-hating shit. And yeah. Then, and then whatever else. Ex- fireworks, we'll say.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, mine totally started with rage.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Always, it's always... I find it goes quick to anger, rage, resent, those, those things that you don't expect the feels to go to.
2: Yeah. Right?
1: Just... And um, it's hard... When especially when you try to actually get to the root of the feeling and not the the generalized feeling, the I am angry. Ooh. Finding the actual underlying thing that you're not angry, you're feeling something else that's like, kind of like anger, but it's not anger. It's, you're feeling something else, but it's presenting as I'm mad. Yeah. Right. Yes. That's what, like, I have a really hard time with that. So I try to find a space in my head where I can get to that point, but put the two together. Mm. And I find that helps me a little bit. But again, you know, we can't all be rational when we're having those moments. <laughs> we're full no. of rage and testosterone. and
0: <laughs> Yeah, like, and completely irrational.
1: Yeah, l- On the way here, I got honked at, and I wanted to get out of the car. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, that's like a, man, that's like an everyday occurrence for me. Mm. (laughs) Rage. Just the rage. I'm like, lately, I'm so full of rage, and I don't like, I like to think that I'm a pretty calm, collected person, but lately, it's just the first feeling is, it's not, usually it's, when I get to it, it's actually sad or something Mm. else. But it always manifests as anger because that's what I was brought up to, to do. Act out. You're mad? Be mad. Use that. Mm. Fuck that. That's <laughs> toxic. It is yeah. toxic. Um, again, I challenged you guys last time. But I challenge you this time to approach your feelings for what they are and not just act on those shitty Reactive feelings. Oh. Go, go find the root cause of that <coughs> feeling. Yeah, and then and then deal with that. See if that can't help you be better to yourself.
0: I like that you um, that you said reactive feelings. Mm. Well,
1: they're all reactive feelings. i like you don't. I I personally think you don't know what you're feeling until after because like in. In that moment, try to name that feeling. It's anger, it's rage, it's I'm going to mash your face against the sidewalk. It's not anything else. It's rage, rage, Rage. right? Like, what else do you feel first? Empathy? No. Sadness? (laughs) No. You feel rage and fire. That's what you feel. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of that turns into... You being shitty to your partner, or mm-hmm. you taking that to work, or you neglecting other parts of your life that need attention
2: mm-hmm.
1: and we're here to not do that
2: <laughs> yeah
1: um we're we're here to do the things that serve our, ourselves and that whole thing got yeah. a, got a new tattoo since the last time I was here people hey. people can't see that but it's it's relative I'll show you. Um, it's, I'm showing Ruth, it's a tombstone that says dreams. Whoa. (laughs) Um, it's, it's kind of grim, but it's, it's also just a reminder to not let my dreams die. And, you know, I find a lot of people are, are so, um, so okay with letting their goals and dreams and things they want to do or, or even let better yet their kids like, just to push them in the right direction to tell them to do something else when it's not what they want to do. Um, I think we need to just be more or even find a way to get to a place where we can just let people do and be what they want in all facets of life. Who cares what it is? That
0: is, that's fascinating. That's fascinating because I've spent a very good chunk of my life trying to accept, ex- I'm putting this in quota- in quotations, accept things as they are.
1: Mm. Yeah, exactly. And
0: that's basically, I was teaching myself to allow my dreams to die.
1: Yeah. And we're all just like, not taught that, but it's like, if your dreams don't work out, settle for some bullshit job. Or not always, but, like, make sure you have a backup plan. Why do you have to have a backup plan? Why can't your backup plan be going all out at the crazy out-of-reach thing that you want? Why are we not more supportive to those people? Why are we always, like, that guy's nuts? And then when they're <laughs> when they finally famous or finally have reached it, they're like, oh, they worked so hard and did all the things. yeah. Right? Yeah,
0: you're right there. No,
1: it's not. It's like, how come we're not fostering that from seven, eight, nine years old and molding that? Mm. We're letting it f- fester and then whatever happens, happens. Why does? Why are we, I don't know, we need to be more accepting of people of how they are mm. and not uh, what we think they should be or all that things.
0: Yeah. You know, um, I've been thinking a lot about that too, because I've been thinking about how I have these ideas of how certain people should be and, and I'll judge them for not being that way. Oh yeah. And then I'm realizing like, well, I'm starting to ask myself the question, are they hurting themselves? No. Mm -hmm. Like, are they hurting others? No. So then what's my problem?
1: society yeah tough we all we all have those things too right like just emblazoned in us
0: it's so many there's so many things like that that we yeah we we believe the way that we think without realizing it
1: yeah yeah it's 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 hard to um also accept those things for what they are and and you know try to get through to the other side of that
0: Yeah. When you were saying before, there was something I wanted to add about your thoughts on suicide. Because like I've said before, I've had suicidal thoughts. Yeah. And it's something that when I'm in the middle of having those thoughts, my initial reaction is to not reach out about it because I'm like, I can't say anything to anyone about this. Like they'll think that I'm crazy and like, I'm probably overreacting anyway. So just, like, just stay quiet. Don't yeah. say anything. I don't want to, like, cause any anyone to be alarmed or to be, like, because it just it well, makes but you feel you crazy. Be,
1: you become that person. Yes! You become that person, and it's so stigmatized to an extent. We are, get, like, I find people are getting so good at accepting, and again, air quotes, accepting people for their mental illnesses, all of those things, Mm -hmm. but uh, only to an extent, you know, until it, (laughs) until it starts affecting them, their business, their lives. Right. Um, and then it's, you know, how come you just don't try harder or, you know, you, you know where I'm going with these. Yeah. Um, I find that's when we need to speak out. Like I find every every time that I feel that way, I try to speak out about it. Like publicly or whatever on my very small platform that I have on Instagram. I like to let those people at least know that you know, just because I'm posting happy things or things that you think are really cool, that doesn't mean that, you know, I'm happy or and I like people to know that because I want them to know that it's okay to go out and chase your dreams while you feel like a heated bag of shit. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that before. Yeah, really <laughs>
1: um, it's just it's so tough. Um, I find it so hard because, like, I um, I feel like. With everything I accomplish or, you know, whether they're accomplishments to someone else or accomplishments to me, it's, you know, I talked a lot about it the last time I was here of, you know, checking boxes and it doesn't get, you know, I find it doesn't change. Hmm. Like, you know.
0: Yeah. When you come to the realization that all of these accomplishments don't mean anything. Yeah.
1: It's, it doesn't change the feelings. So I've, Mm. you know, I, I try really hard to, to disconnect the two because I've, you know, I'm having so many, I don't like saying issues, but I'm having so many problems with myself Mm. that I put so much value and worth on my work because I, you know, I've, think that it reflects me as a person, Mm. as opposed to, you know, (laughs) the reality, and it's not. Like, um, I have days where I feel great about it, and I can just put it out and say, don't care, it's for me. But then, you know, then there's days that I value myself entirely based on, you know, what people think about my work, and that's, that's a way to, a, a fast decline,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so I've uh, tried to stop being on Instagram so much lately.
0: Yeah, I've got to say I've taken quite a break from from Instagram, and it's difficult because like when like I have this account, optimistically depressed that I want to be present for. Yeah, but I also like I'm really trying to be. <laughs> gracious to myself and just like acknowledge when I'm just not in the right headspace to be on social media. And so, and I think that one of the really, one of the things I actually feel really like fortunate about is just the fact that like the, the people that listen to Optimistically Depressed and that are involved, like are just naturally very understanding. And so it's not something that I've gotten any kind of, negative feedback on i've only gotten
1: positive positive yeah. people and just that's being so supportive that's definitely why i feel like today <laughs> today when you messaged me this morning i was like trying to find a reason to not come again <laughs> like uh-huh. and i just do that it's like immediate self-sabotage it's just like you know i feel like the things i have to say i've already said that matter but, like I you know, at the same time, just with that being said, I know that just me being here talking about some of the things I'm talking about, that's gonna touch somebody. yeah, right Like someone's gonna connect with that, and that enough, I cannot speak words, and I hate myself every time. <laughs> God, ah. <Ugh. laughs> I can't even remember what I was saying. Anyways, if anything I say makes sense to you and you like it, you're welcome. <laughs> Cuz I can't say words other than that. Like can't figure it the fuck out. Huh. <sighs> yeah, that being oh said, gosh. it's again okay to completely hate yourself for a minute at a time, as long as as long as you uh Oh God, I don't even know. Again, <laughs> hate myself for saying that too. Perfect.
0: I really appreciate your vulnerability. Like you come on here, you're so just like <laughs> just, you're here uncomfortable. You know, you're yeah.
1: I and wish you guys could see me right now.
0: I know I do too. Actually, you're all twitchy.
1: <laughs> twitchy, perfect <laughs> word. Um, yeah.
0: But you're doing it anyway. I admire that.
1: That's I feel like that's gonna be my new like my new business slogan. Doing it anyway. Hate myself, doing it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I love
0: it. I think that's great. I right? think that perhaps that's something that we should all adopt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think um I think you and I should do a spin-off episode. It'll be like depressed with donaires or something. Yes. <laughs> and it'll just be me and you at KOD on our shittiest day, eating donaires because just because we said we were going to. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> not because we want to. Not because
1: we want to, but and solely because we like <laughs> solely because we said we would do it, and it'll be a thing.
0: It will be a thing. Oh my goodness, I'm I'm seeing it already. It's gonna be. It's gonna, gonna be an
1: actual thing podcast. It's coming.
0: Yep, and I will hate <laughs> doing it. <laughs> yeah. And then look back in hindsight. And it'll be, be the. Like, I f- so glad I did that.
1: It'll be the first video optimistically depressed.
0: Although there was one at the very beginning.
1: Lies. <laughs> fake news. <laughs> fake news. Um no, not but, fake news. No.
0: But that's okay. It was a uh, my it was my uh my launching. It was before I was like figuring out what I really wanted to do with Optimism oh, okay. Press, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. I did a video with my lovely dear friend Rachel. Okay. Because she's a trooper and was like, I'll do this with you, because I asked her. Yeah, great. Yeah. It's it's so
1: good to have friends that are, like, blindly supportive of your creative (laughs) avenues.
0: It's, oh, wow, Because it's really, really
1: you think you've got supportive friends until you're like, hey, put this on, stand here, do this, don't move, don't do anything else unless I tell you to do it. (laughs) Really hard to find friends (laughs) like that. So, yeah. um,
0: you, you, oh, I'm uh, yeah. Rachel Hard. is one of those, definitely one of those friends that is there, and she's like, "I'm here. I'll do what you need me to do, just because I love you."
1: <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Not you need because I necessarily you need like s- six or seven of those in your life.
2: I have a I have people
1: that will do things for you purely out of the like obligation of l- their love for you. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because like. There's going to come a time where you're going to be like, hey, you see this love you got for me over here? Come do the thing I need you to do. And and yeah. you know they're going to hate it, but you're still going to make them do it. And that's like, I think that's the real friendship.
0: Yeah, that's the, yeah, I think you're right. That would be the definition of like friendship not,
1: right there. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm feeling bitter today. Maybe I won't speak on how I feel about friendships. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, maybe we, we won't
1: go there today. No.
0: <laughs> oh, you know what? I could, I could go there today because I feel all warm and fuzzy about friendships oh, today. Pff, nah, no. You're not feeling that.
1: No, I don't no. feel like friendships exist as adults, but I mean, I guess that's relative. Again, maybe we just won't talk about it because I have shitty friends. <laughs> I'm talking about all of you. <laughs> Whoever you, th- if you think I'm talking about you. And you think that you're one of my friends that might be shitty? Guess what? It's you're, you. It's definitely you. You're <laughs> shitty. Stop being shitty to your friends. <laughs> or if you wonder why you get cut out of people's lives, it's cuz you're a shitty friend. Change something. <laughs> change the oh way change the way you approach your depression, maybe. <gasps> maybe. Perhaps. 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 Approach your feelings for what they are, like Ooh. we talked about earlier.
0: Like, yeah, just take our advice.
1: Um, there's this thing that you can Google. It's um, <laughs> crap. I can't remember what it is, but it's like a feeling. It's called a feeling wheel. Feeling and it, wheel. Yeah, I like. I kept it around for a little while to try to like <laughs> try to pinpoint the feeling I was having because I have a, a really a wide range of emotions and feelings, I would say. Uh-huh. So I, I try really hard to narrow the one down instead of just feeling angry or sad or mad or whatever it is.
0: Right, okay.
1: I just think some people should have those in their lives.
0: <laughs> I should get one and have a poster of it in my it's, uh, studio. It's
1: definitely a thing. Um, feeling wheel. Feeling wheel, and like... Teach it to your kids. Teach it to your friends. Next time you have, if you have a shitty friend in your life, slip a feeling wheel in their pocket. <laughs> that's what, it, that's my new challenge for you. If you have a shitty friend, give them a feeling wheel. <laughs> Wheel. a feeling wheel i have one on
0: the back of my door
1: yeah please do and like it's they're crucial there's a lot of feelings on there too you'd like it's overwhelming okay the, well, the very first feeling I had was overwhelmed when I looked at it
0: that's I that's totally fine I'm I'm gonna write this down
1: the uh the first the time I actually had one was uh, a therapist gave it to me and at the time I thought I didn't need help so I threw it in the fucking garbage <laughs> And then I went and got one off the internet because I realized that she knew what she was talking about. <laughs> Go figure. Go figure.
0: Go figure. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> your rants are just glorious. Yeah. So uh, yeah. if, you're not, if you're a friend that uh, keeps being <laughs> left behind, maybe you should get yourself a feeling wheel.
1: Definitely a feeling wheel. <laughs> if you feel like your friends are moving on from you, Get a feeling wheel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you feel like your friends are evolving or changing, get a feeling wheel. Mm. If you feel like your partner perhaps doesn't like you as much anymore, get a feeling wheel. (laughs) If you feel like you don't like yourself anymore, get a feeling wheel. (laughs) If you don't know how you're feeling anymore, get a feeling wheel. (laughs) Um, if you don't like your boss at work, give him a feeling wheel because he's probably being a dick. <laughs> and we don't need any of those around. We don't. Give everyone a feeling wheel, and then the world will be a better place.
0: There we go. Maybe. Maybe.
1: Or maybe we'll have more feelings to complain about. <laughs> who the Who knows. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now I know exactly how I'm feeling, right? and I hate it.
1: <laughs> and also, this is just like a a quick quick thing. Mm-hmm. Check check on your friends that are making jokes all the time about their mental health because they're probably just as depressed as you are.
0: Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Funny guys making jokes, pretending they're okay isn't okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not okay, say so.
0: Mm. And if someone tells you that they're not okay, let
1: Ooh, them know. Ooh, don't hold on to that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, it's not cool to keep secrets. Yeah. If, yeah, absolutely. If someone tells you that they're not feeling things or feeling other things. Yeah. Um, be there for that person. Don't make them feel isolated or crazy.
0: yeah. Because that's what is going to lead to the worst stuff. Oh yeah. When you feel like you're crazy, then you're not. Oh like yeah.
1: When you when you accept those f- feelings, emotions, things in your head, that's that's when it's real. Mm-hmm. Um, when you you know allow yourself down that dark road of any of those thoughts, whether it be self harm or just thinking
2: you know
1: I'm not good enough or any of those things it all gets too real too quick
0: Mm. yeah this was really good
1: it was I feel like um, I feel like we should wrap it up
0: yeah I think we're we're approaching that time
1: I think there's a another person waiting that probably has more things to say I'm just getting fired up over here I I want to call out all my shitty friends (laughs) (laughs) names I'm coming with names right now get a fucking clipboard and write these names down (laughs) don't ever be friends with them just kidding I'm not gonna actually say names
0: we won't say names
1: just Instagram handles (laughs) just kidding I won't say that either I don't have that many friends also that being said I like friends so if anyone wants to be friends (laughs) Um, I'm not your guy. <laughs> I'll get you a feeling wheel. <laughs> I will give you a feeling wheel. That's pre-weck, pre, pre, pre-weck I'm just going to say that. <laughs> Fuck it. Pre-weck for being friends with me is having a feeling wheel. If you don't have a feeling wheel, don't even DM me or anything like that.
0: <laughs> but maybe do. because Also
1: unfollow me if you don't have a feeling wheel. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna have to get a feeling wheel.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'll wrote, I'm coming back a... for round three and I'll have a feeling wheel. Oh
0: my goodness, we'll discuss the feeling <laughs> wheel. And we will we'll talk about instances that we have had each of those feelings.
1: Oh my god. No, probably not. <laughs>
0: Come on that's not
1: a thing you want from me.
0: We're gonna open the can of worms. We're gonna open it up.
1: Maybe it up. maybe if you try C B D gummies on on that episode of the podcast with me.
0: Huh, okay, something to contemplate. Mm, right. Maybe
1: that'll be the donair day.
0: Only oh, the donair day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Donairs, depression, and edibles.
0: Oh my gosh, and the feeling wheel.
1: <laughs> and the feeling wheel. Okay. The feeling wheel could be a thing. I'm going to make the feeling wheel be a thing.
0: Yeah, okay, hashtag feeling wheel.
1: Hashtag feeling wheel. There, there we go. You did it. Get yourself a fucking feeling wheel.
0: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for everything. I think that the conversations we have are riveting.
1: I I appreciate that because I don't feel like they're very riveting. Oh I mean, gosh. I feel like I feel like they're good on your end. I feel like I'm sitting here saying dumb ass things to this microphone.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely not. I think that it's something that is. Uh, I think it's very healthy. I feel like it's something that people like when they hear it can kind of help what, release a certain feeling that they have that they're trying to like I hope so. pinpoint. I think it's just very.
1: <laughs> they're trying to pinpoint it. All. if They could, if they had a feeling, They wheel. could wheel.
0: if they had a feeling wheel, exactly. Yeah. So we're going to have to just get that feeling wheel.
1: It's a thing. It helps me in my everyday life. Even if I just think about it in my head, it like it helps me just because I think feeling wheels are funny. <laughs> even like to this point, I still think it's a funny thing that it has to exist for people to get their feelings. But that's how fucked up we are.
0: It, oof, amen.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. That's, that's where we are that I need to carry around a thing in my pocket that makes me know how I'm feeling. <laughs> that's what we've done to each other. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Can you look the person that is checking you out at Sobeys in the fucking eyes while they're talking to you? Yes or no? Probably not. Try that next time you go grocery shopping
0: yeah look in the eyes
1: try to try i, I, I don't think people do it it's like a it. thing i do totally I, do it like just today i was in <laughs> I, I was in like a wendy's drive through and like i find that people get weirded out if you just talk to them while they're doing their jobs like
0: yeah people can get really weirded
1: it's almost like out they don't that. you know like you're you're out in public being a person people are going to talk to you mm. and look at you some people just don't know what to do. They like, unless you're interacting with them through social media or some type of device, they don't people, they just don't.
2: Hmm.
0: All right. <laughs> We're wrapping this up. Perfect. Before you start blowing into my,
1: the uh, my attention span here is just, done.
0: I just, I just watched Michael kind of <laughs> look at the microphone and like, Inspect it a little bit, and then start to blow on it.
1: <laughs> I just blow and stuff. That's like a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. I'm
0: <laughs>
1: not gonna say that out loud.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, it
1: was great talking to you guys again. Oh. It was. It was so much fun again to Yay. be here.
0: I, it's a lot of fun having you. I enjoy having you. I'm sure we'll have a round three. I hope so. Cool.
1: Um, there's things I didn't say this time. I just didn't have the. Uh, Choose words wisely, that I didn't have the um, the courage to say today.
0: Words wisely chosen. Mm. That was good. Mm. That's fine. We'll get them next time, and I'll stare you right in the face.
1: Yeah, probably not.
0: Holding this, the feeling wheel. Feeling right wheel. next to me, <laughs> being like.
1: Feeling wheel is gonna be a tattoo. I'm just gonna get a tattoo of a feeling wheel.
0: And then everywhere you go, you'll always have it with you, and the people who are with you will always have it with them.
1: I'm gonna get it tattooed. Somewhere visible. On your face? No, no. Mom mom (laughs) won't like that one. Okay. That will make her feel very not good.
0: (laughs) Very not good. But she'll have to look...
1: That's not on the feeling wheel. Yeah,
0: she'll have to look at your face at the feeling (laughs) wheel to understand how she feels about it.
1: My mother would burn it off, I think, (laughs) Um, with the most prehistoric method of burning she could find. Um... Yeah.
0: We love our mothers. Ma- yeah,
1: make sure you listen to the next episode of Optimistically Depressed, where someone says something that actually is a thing that makes <laughs> sense.
0: This is great, thank you. <laughs> and uh, everybody is listening. Like, I really appreciate you taking the time to to tune in. And um, if you if you wouldn't mind uh, rating, reviewing, like that, really does help my uh my podcast and it helps what I believe is a good thing that we're that we're doing here and um and you know what just remember that wherever you are I am sitting here loving you so have a great night morning afternoon evening and I'll be talking to you soon bye